Great. Thank you so much, Tony, for um, joining um, this meeting. Um, we appreciate your time. We know that you're very busy. You're a nurse. You do some other things on the side. You've just finished your PCAF, which is great. So the reason for this call and the reason for this meeting is that we're talking about Black History Month and it's coming. Well, we're heading into Black History Month and um, the, the, the theme for this year is action, not words. And for a lot of people, that means a lot of things because over the last what, two, three years now, there's a lot that has happened within Black communities here in the UK and obviously overseas. So um, I think maybe the reason why this um, theme has been set about is because there, there has been a lot of talk, but sometimes there isn't enough action. And whether that's specifically like at large or within different communities, I think that's that's why this is so important for a lot of people this year. So firstly, I will go with, um, I'll ask you this question. What does Black History Month mean to you? Um, black history, uh, black history, just uh, for me at least, it means, uh, it means my, um, basically the concentration rather the attention this month will be on people like myself, people, uh, skin of color, black people specifically who live in the UK. And uh, what is worth noting that again, we might all be black, but we might be different. Uh, I myself am black African. There's also black Caribbean. We might be black, but again, culturally, we're very different. So what Black History Month means for me, it means that people like myself, people from my community, uh, as a minority, we feel valued and we feel seen. And not that not, not because we crave the attention, but they, it's because there is so much more that could be done for black communities like myself. Um, and the theme for this year is, like I mentioned before, is action, not words. If at all, um, does this mean anything to you? And are there any actions that you'd like to see done? Um, that's a very strong statement, action, not words. Uh... I applaud the I applaud the statement and I agree with the statement. However, I will not discount the talk as well because talk is important, dialogue is important. Before we can have any action, we have to start from dialogue. We have to start. I have to tell you what it is that I was as a black person in the UK, what my concerns are, what my issues are. So it all starts from dialogue. And I guess that up until this point, we've had so much dialogue. It's now time to act. So. With that being said, there's quite a few things that I would like to see change. That there's there's a there's a, a few things I would like to see different uh, amongst people from the black ethnicities. Really, uh, basically things like black uh, people empowerment and equitable uh, equity and equitable equity and equality as well. So there is quite a few things that could could use uh, major improvements uh, for black people in the UK. That's great. And we know that um, from our experience and within Nottingham, Nottingham University Hospitals, this is a first for research and innovation. So we're just starting to really celebrate and highlight a lot of people who work within um, research and innovation. And part of what we're doing is looking at current colleagues and um, black colleagues, current research that has um, 
being um, taken at the moment and research that will benefit, you know, black communities. So um, I know we're taking steps to get to there, but this is a starting point, which is fantastic. So could you tell us a little bit about your research journey and what you've done so far? Again, I applaud your department for shedding a light on this specific area. Uh, uh, personally, again, I feel like um, not enough is mentioned, uh, rather not, yeah, not enough is mentioned and not enough awareness is generated towards such kind. Uh, all, uh, again, as a, research enthusiast, uh, as a re research enthusiast, I feel like all research is important, however big, however small. However, there are certain research that are worth um, that are also worth highlighting and worth noting because it might seem like an everyday thing but for certain people especially for ethnic minorities it's a big deal so just because someone did a small piece of empirical work focusing on uh, like myself focusing on uh, ethnic minorities that also deserves to be deserves to be highlighted because right now a lot of focus has been on the big works you know how do we move on from covid how do we improve how do we do that how do we do this and yet um people are still struggling with certain things so my okay uh, sorry i i digressed but anyway uh my journey in research has been interesting uh has involved a lot of work but i am glad to be where i am and to be where I am, it's taken uh, a lot of work and effort, most of us, especially from my mentors, uh, who have helped me get to the point where I'm at. So I, at the beginning, uh, sorry, at the mid of last year, I was fortunate enough to get the PKF award that allowed me some time to do some courses at the university while also conducting um, a small uh, as uh, well uh, while also conducting some empirical research work so my research work was focusing on uh, basically um what can we learn from covid there was a lot of information and misinformation and disinformation during the covid time so what can we learn from that moving on forward covid will come and go but it will be really sad if we learned nothing from it there was a lot of there it was clearly evident that um black and ethnic minorities were disproportionately affected, the outcomes were worse, be it contracting the virus, be it out health, hospital outcomes and death as well. So there's a lot of, a lot has been speculated. Uh, basically people from ethnic minorities have struck, uh, have pre uh, genetic predispositions to things like uh, diabetes, cardiac disease and all these things. But there's also other things such as uh, social economic status, which again, ethnic minorities are disadvantaged so it's not a one it's it's not one thing that it's not the one it's not specifically one thing that influenced the outcomes for ethnic minorities it's um it's an array of factors but um there's also I was trying to look at what can we do differently especially more so in uh, health information what's what is what what are the preferences for black and ethnic minorities? What uh, what could be done differently? What do we get um, with all this information being there? A lot of it invalid, a lot of it false. So what it is, what is it that uh, basically I was looking at? Uh, where is it that we get our health information from? The validity of the health information that we have, and. Um, 
and how that could potentially help creating awareness for um, such communities, really. That's great. That sounds very, um, very deep. And <laughs> and um, I'm sure that even what you've done at the moment, like I, from what I'm hearing, it's it's a step in the right direction to to help to benefit um, ethnic minority communities which is great. Could you slightly go back a little bit and talk to us about um, maybe other research that you've done in the past and how that kind of just came about briefly, if you can? Uh, again, uh, I've, okay, um, I'm, I'm African. Uh, and by that I mean I wasn't born in the UK. I came in the UK as a full-grown adult as a practicing nurse. So previously I had done some other work, uh, some contextual work in in Kenya, which is where I'm originally from. I've worked as an emergency nurse for, for well, for about a decade now, for nearly a decade now. So while I was in Kenya, I did some um, I, I did some research work that was contextually focused on the problems of emergency care in that setting. So now, since I've been in the UK, this I would say this is my first uh, project. This is my first research work that is also again contextually relevant because again a lot uh, a lot could be done to improve the healthcare outcomes for ethnic minorities. So that's where my my keen interests have been. And following on from your PCAF and looking into the future, is research something that you want to get into? Is it something that I, it sounds like you're you're absolutely passionate about it? And it's like you're, it sounds like your bread and butter. So, um, is that something that you're really keen on on doing? Definitely, definitely. So my PCAF work really shed some light. And it showed me, uh, it basically not just me, but um, we are hoping to publish the work soon, so it will be available to um, a lot of people, to literally uh, to a lot of people, or rather to the masses. But um, it is, it it did generate some 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 interesting results or some fundamental results, like. Uh, a lot of the people uh, again said that uh, by the time they were getting the, the, a lot, the results showed that some um, a majority of the research participants for that specific work did not have enough health information to make certain decisions like getting the COVID vaccine and things like that. And even though they got it, they they, uh, they didn't they didn't get out of they didn't get it out of their own free involution, but rather it felt forced. Some people are still struggling to identify what is right and what is wrong, what is correct and what is false information. So again, moving on forward, we are work, we are we are trying to we are trying to my and when I say we, I mean my mentors and my supervisors and I are trying to to upscale the 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 work that we did and basically see what if um so my um what we're trying to do is just do more or less the same work but on a larger scale and involving other and involving other ethnic minorities because the work that i did during my pickup was focused on one group of ethnic minorities so if we can improve if we can involve other groups of ethnic minorities in the same work 
it will give it will bring more evidence it will bring more validity to the kind of work that we're doing and it will it's just going basically to generate a lot more information and a lot more scientific evidence of what needs to be done and um yeah that's what need and again in, in line in line with uh, the theme for this year which is action not words so it's this kind of work that will tell us what needs to be done so that the action can actually be done sounds great well um, thank you so much for joining. Um, my final question to you, you don't, it, it's, it's, it's totally optional. Um, do, would you, is there something that you would say to um, ethnic minorities or even just black people, because it is Black History Month, like what, what, what would you say to them in terms of getting into research and the benefit that it does have within the black community? Because I feel that Black research is very sparse and finding things that, for example, like COVID that you've mentioned, finding evidence that the vaccine does benefit or does help us in general rather than the wider population. So there's little things like that 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 have, there's gaps. So if there's anything that you would say, what would you say to Black colleagues? encourage not just black people but literally uh, really all ethnic minorities to get involved in research at any capacity that uh, that they that they find available to them because it is only by participating in research that we will highlight the problems that are very key and unique to us like I said, just because I'm a black person and you're a black person it doesn't mean that we share the same core values it doesn't mean our cultures are the same. I have I have different needs from yours, and if I participate, you participate, and another Caribbean someone who's Afro Caribbean participates, uh, Southeast Asian participates, Pacific Asian participates. So we get to bring uh, we get to bring forward um, a lot more evidence that is suitable for us. It it gives us a chance to work together as opposed to. The, you know the elements again i don't i don't i don't want to use this term but it if we all participate then it reduces the chances of tokenism where someone will come and do research for me so i would rather someone do research with me and not for me or on me so when we all participate it gives us a chance to do things together as opposed to having either someone do things for us or some however the however sometimes sometimes it's within the right intentions but done in the wrong way so if you don't know if I don't tell you what specifically I'm struggling with, what specifically my needs are, even though you have good intentions to help me out, you might not necessarily uh, hit the mark. Mm -hmm. So if I do things with you, then you're more, you're more, you're much more likely to hit the mark and do things that actually benefit me. Mm -hmm. So in that case, if we all participated, all if uh, all people of color participated in research at every avenue, whether it is conducting research or just being participants in research, then a lot more information will be will be available, and that in tandem will improve everyone's life and basically will it will help all of us. Fantastic. Well, thanks again for your time. I appreciate it, um, and I hope that you have a good Black History Month. You too, and thank you for having me.